0: Good day, good eve, and good morrow to you, Euro nerds, and welcome back to Euro Revision, the fun podcast with a clunky name. This time we'll be covering the second edition of the Eurovision Song Contest, which was held on Sunday, March the 3rd, 1957, in Frankfurt, Germany. So not in Switzerland, the country that won the previous year, that rule didn't exist yet. The original plan was actually to have every participating country alternate, or rotate, The hosting of the contest but as more and more countries decided that they wanted to participate that became no longer feasible so they they instituted the rule where the the winning country hosts the next year it took place in a tv studio in germany there's a large staircase that performers could enter on as well as a huge backdrop shaped like a harp with a different graphic for each participating country the same seven countries from the previous year participated as well as three new countries Denmark, Austria, and the United Kingdom. And as there were 10 now, each each country was only allowed one song to be sung by one or two performers with no backing vocals. And there was a rule that the song could be no longer than three and a half minutes. But as you'll notice, if you listen to all the songs, that was not apparently very enforced. I don't know if people weren't required to uh, have their songs pre-screened, but the, the, the Italian entry lasted over five minutes, which was... I honestly just can't understand how that would have gotten by any even elementary screening process. But anyway, after that, after this year, that rule was very much more strictly enforced. And it, it pretty much just became, very soon after that, three minutes. Three minutes. I'll say it again. Three minutes. Magic Eurovision number, no more than three minutes. Uh Yes, and luckily, uh, this like, like, like the last year, this was mainly a radio program, but pe- more people did have televisions, and luck- so luckily the video exists and we can actually watch it. Um, so yes, uh, let's get started. I, I, I meant to do this for the last episode, but I'm not sure why I didn't. But I will be doing a brief introduction to each country as they participate for the first time, except obviously I'll be doing the countries that participated last time as well. Also, in terms of the order I'll be going in, now that we know the scoring, we know how many points each entry scored and also which countries voted for which song, I'll be going in reverse order. Since I mentioned that, I should also mention the the jury process now. Well, the UK, as this is its first entry in the contest, their selection process, the process in which they selected the song they would perform at Eurovision, apparently was very appealing to... the the people who ran Eurovision, and they decided to pretty much use their same voting system. So each country, all 10 countries, had 10 jurors each. So they had a jury of 10 people each, so 100 in total. And each one of them would cast one single vote for just the song they thought was the best. Just one song. And you add all the points together, and that's how you get your winner and your scoring order. So now we will start with a country that is unfortunately this year at the bottom of the list in 10th place, Austria. The Republic of Austria is a landlocked country in Europe, uh, rather small, but very beautiful, very green, full of castles and mountains. I tend to associate it with the sound of music as that's just a very big part of my childhood. And it, was, it takes place and was filmed in some very lovely parts of Austria, uh, particularly Salzburg, I believe, which is where Mozart was born. It's, Austria is very much associated with arts, particularly music, especially Vienna. Uh, it's, just, it's just a wonderful place in, in music history. Um, the flag is three horizontal stripes, equal red on white on red the population is about 8.9 million most of which are native austrians the the official language is german which means that for many of the years to come austria will be singing in german there there i don't i'm pretty sure there's not a hard and fast rule just yet there will come a time when a country suddenly sings in english and then there will suddenly then there will be a rule for a long time that a country may only sing in one of its official languages and so Austria's only official language is German. I believe they they, they tend to have a, a different dialect, a kind of, a kind of Austrian German. And I've never been there, but I have been told that it's it's good to not get them confused and not to refer to, mean just not to <clears throat> confuse an Austrian person by by referring to them as German. I hear that's a dreadful faux pas. Um, Austria is a federal parliamentary republic. They have a president, a chancellor, and a vice chancellor. And their first song in Eurovision is called Vohin Kleines Pony, in English meaning Where, Little Pony, performed by Bob Martin, music by Kurt Zwab, lyrics by Kurt Zwab and Hans Werner. And unfortunately, it only scored three points, putting it in 10th place. Those three points were one from the Netherlands and two from the, from, from the UK. Hmm. So Let's look at these lyrics. In English, they say, Where, Little Pony, do we want to ride to? Where should my song accompany us today? To your herds, the little horses? There the valleys are immensely wide. Where, little pony, do we want to ride to? Where should my song accompany us today? To the green pasture, there in the moorland, or once I've kissed at the time of roses. Today is a day only for both of us, and you and me are carefree. Who else sees the world as beautiful, as beautiful as we see it? Where, little pony, do we want to ride to? My song will truly accompany both of us, and through the fields, the wide fields, it sounds in the wind how happy we are. Today is a day only for both of us, and you and me are carefree. Who else sees the world as beautiful, as beautiful as we see it? Where, little pony, do we want to ride to? My song will truly accompany both of us, and through the the fields, the wide fields, sounds for both of us, my Haripahai. And yes, Haripahai is the last word I have here spelled H-E-R-I-P-P-I-H-E-I. I -I -I. I don't know if that's not a real German word or if it was spelled incorrectly and didn't translate right, but if anyone out there knows if Hai actually means something, give me a shout at eurorevision at gmail.com. Let's see. Um, So yes, let's have a look at Bob Martin on this YouTube video and see how the song stacks up. Well, that was cute. It seemed very much on brand in terms of, I, I could very much tell that it was about a pony. Um, I mean, it was straight up. Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba. I mean, so yeah, I, it, it seems to be on point as far as that goes. All right, so let's start with the categories. First is live vocals. This guy's great. He has a very rich baritone voice. It's great all the way through. Nothing really wows me about it. But, yes, he's very good. I can't, I, as nothing wows well me, I can't fully go with a 10. But considering some stuff that I know is going to come, mm, yes, I'm going to stick with a 9. That's a very high score for live vocals. All right, and the next, visuals. Yeah, he just kind of stands there and sings, and that's going to be pretty typical of the 50s. Um, but he seemed very engaged with the song. He seemed, uh, happy enough. He seemed like he was having fun. So yeah, for this one, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to give it a five. Um, next we have, am I hooked? So in terms of, do I really think that I'm going to remember this song for a long time? Is it going to get stuck in my head in the shower? Um, it's, hmm. I mean, I, I can still remember the melody now, Which is not always the case with the eurovision song after i listen to it um i'm gonna go a little less than halfway and see four this one four out of ten and the last category afterglow considering what the lyrics are and what the music is doing and how the singer performed it how well was the effect what seems to be the desired effect accomplished and i'd say it's not bad it's as i said it's cute it's clearly just a fun song about a guy riding a horse not sure where he's going so i'm going to hmm with a 7.5 for that okay which gives a total score of 25.5 for the song that got the fewest points in the actual contest now, since that's the first one i've scored i'm not sure if that's good or bad yet but we'll see and we'll see as we move on to oh the next two there there is a tie for eighth place meaning there is no ninth place so arbitrarily i will choose of those two belgium the kingdom of belgium which whose flag is three equal vertical stripes left on the black on the left yellow in the middle red on the right which and its dimensions are almost square, but not quite. It has a population of about 11.5 million. It's a federal parliamentary constitutional monarchy, so there's a monarch as well as a prime minister. The capital is Brussels. The official languages are Dutch, French, and German, though as far as I know, Belgium has never sung in German at Eurovision. I believe Belgium has two different television stations that alternate the years in which they air Eurovision, one French and one Dutch. Correct me if I'm wrong. And consequently, for as long as an official language is required, Belgium alternated singing in French and Dutch every single year. Uh, Literally. It's it's insane. Uh, A lot of other people, specifically Americans and people in the UK, know Belgium as the home country of Hercule Poirot. And I hope I pronounced his name correctly. He will get very offended if I didn't. Uh, The egg-shaped detective with a mustache that he loves to keep nice and correct, in Agatha Christie's short stories and novels. Uh, other than that, it, it, it's, it's, it's well known for many other things, but just had to throw that in there. Anyway, their song this year is called, ooh, it's in Dutch, as last year was in French, and it's called Stratdorntje, which means street tune. As I said before, it came in joint eighth place, scoring five points, one from Switzerland, two from Denmark, and two from Germany. It was was performed by Bobian Chopin, composed by Harry Fraken, lyrics by Eric Franson. And in English, it goes something like this. Along the streets, a tune is dancing, and for a moment I stand still. Where is that pretty tune all of a sudden coming from? It's playing in the trees, frolicking in the wind. It can't be bridled. It's soon becoming my friend. Along the streets, a tune is floating, it's as if a sunbeam is penetrating with that pretty tune into the most little portal. And tra-la-las for a while. Along the streets, a tune is dancing. It's heard by young and old. Oh, how such a simple tune can become indispensable so quickly. It knocks on the windows, asks, let me in. I can easily whistle it. It makes me good-humored. Along the streets, a tune is floating. It follows me everywhere. And I hope that this pretty tune will always remain my friend. And tra la la Tralala. Hmm. All right. Let's see how this goes. was interesting um, I promise I have listened to every single one of these songs before I have not watched every single video though but I, I, just, I was not expecting the whistling for some reason and it, the whistling is very good I don't really hesitate to say that it's probably the best part of the song uh, it's so good it's not it's not only perfectly on pitch with vibrato and everything it's it, 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 it gets near the end he actually does it in crazy fast triplets oh it sounds so good um other than that it was fine um let's see uh live vocals um he was he was good um honestly if if it was just based on him singing i'd probably just go about 7.5 with that whistling i'm going to have to go i'm going to have to go back up to 9 it's going to have to match with austria for that yeah for some reason, that makes me feel weird about myself, but I'm gonna stick with it. And now, Eurovisuals. Again, just stood there and sang. Um, I'm gonna dock a bit of, maybe just one point from this guy. I don't know, he, he wasn't as, I hesitate to say this, he seemed nice, but he wasn't, he wasn't as charming. He seemed, like he wasn't quite sure what he should be doing. He looked at the, he, just, he, was, he mugged at the camera kind of a lot. So yeah, I'm just gonna go with four. It's a four. Am I hooked? No. No, I'm not. Um, I was just trying to remember what the melody is, and it's—I can remember the the, the whistling part, and, I, and it's the the melody is a bit like. Oh no, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with a two for this one. Yeah, it's just gonna be a two. Afterglow. It's about a tune. Um, he he whistled a tune several times. Um, six. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a six. So let's see. That would be 21. So, yes, not quite as much as the last one. Interesting. So now we have the country that tied with Belgium, which is Switzerland. The Swiss Confederation is a federal republic, landlocked near the western-southern center of Europe, uh, likely most known for its beautiful mountains, the Alps, as well as being neutral in almost every major conflict. They've been with Eurovision since the beginning, hosting the first contest, as well as winning it. The flag is a symmetrical white cross on a red background, one of only two perfectly square country flags in the world. It has a population of about 8.5 million. It is a federal semi-direct democracy under a multi-party assembly-independent directorial republic, which means there is a federal council with seven members and a federal chancellor. The capital is Bern, and has four official languages, German, French, Italian, and Romance, the latter of which is spoken by less than 1% of the population and has been performed at Eurovision but once. And their entry this year is L'Enfant Que J'étais, in French, meaning The Child That I Was, performed by last year's winner, Lise Assia, with the same composer and lyricist, music by Géo Vumar and lyrics by Émile Gardaz. Again, it scored five points, two from Denmark, one from Germany, one from Italy, and one from Luxembourg. So yes, The Child That I Was, lyrics in English, The Child That I Was, where does she play today? My heart Do you remember the white dresses on the losing ways of our Sundays? Words to sing a friend's face, nights to dream, I was so rich, when the heart on the watch, the straggling lock, goes to school, the child that I was. A winter time, wrinkle takes you, a love time, and we're growing. Much water had flowed under the bridges, forgotten dreams with passing seasons, a smile time, and we are in love, time to lie, and yet we are old the child that I was, where does she stray? My heart, do you remember our promises? Life didn't want your tenderness, words to love, hopes and rights, golden lies. I was so rich, when the heart on the watch, love and head, going to the fair, the child that I was. I'm going to be honest, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. It might be a bad translation. If you have a better, if you have a better one, please send it to me at Euro revision Podcast at gmail.com. I may have said it was eurorevision at gmail.com, but it is Euro revision Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. So now, let's look at this YouTube video and see how it goes. Oh, she has such a lovely voice uh, it's it's really wonderful and the song was lovely too it's it was mm, it didn't draw me in as much as strange as I have to say the previous ones although this this one does just seem objectively better uh and it's it, it's very sweet, lovely um I'm just gonna go ahead and dive into the category so for live vocals, I'm gonna be very boring and have to stick with a nine just because. She's so good. There's nothing crazy that makes me really. But ugh, it, she's so good. And I, I, I thought that's going to be a bit of a pattern with, with these early years because they really just have very good classically trained singers who sing very well. So maybe we'll get a bit of variation soon. But moving on, Euro visuals. It's again. She stands there and sings, but she's has. She seems the most engaged in her song compared to the, the performers before her. I just, she's, um. I, I was, I was much more focused on her. And I, I feel like I could have understood more of what the song was about, even without having read the lyrics first, which is a difficult thing to pull off. I think she does it well. So because I'm going to go higher than the others and say 6.5. Yes. 6.5. Uh, am I hooked? Not, not really. It, it's, I'd say more than the last one. Uh, it's it's lovely. I think like 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 last year with Switzerland, the orchestra was very good, and Lisa sia is probably as good as she says she is, most likely. So I'm gonna I won't be as harsh as last time. Three point five. And Afterglow, yes, it's. I'd say it's 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 very good. It's it's it sounds very nostalgic. It's um. Uh, partially due to her delivering it so well, but it's also to do with the music, obviously, is I'm going to go with a, with a 7. 7, so that would be 26. So our highest score so far, not by much, if I have a point, but still. All right, now we move on to 7th place, which is the U.K., The United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland is a sovereign nation of many islands with a long and checkered history in terms of lands it's claimed to have owned and how much land space it claims to have covered. Although we could say the same of several other European countries, particularly, you know, France. Um, the flag is a blue field with the red cross of Saint George, who's the patron saint of England, edged in white, superimposed on the diagonal red cross of Saint Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland superimposed on the diagonal white cross of St. Andrew, the patron saint of Scotland. Sorry, Wales. Uh, it has a population of about 67.8 million. And in future years, when the semifinals and grand finals are instituted, the UK will be part of the big five, sometimes big four, who are always granted a place in the final based on the amount of money they give to the contest. So yeah, I've never been sure how I feel about that. Uh, It is a unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy with both a monarch and a prime minister. The capital is London, and they speak, well, English. Their entry this year came in seventh place. This is their first entry. It got six points, two from Switzerland, one from the Netherlands, one from Austria, one from Luxembourg, and one from Belgium. It's called All. It was performed by Patricia Bredin with music by Raynal Rufford, Raynell reford It's an interesting name. Uh, Lyrics by Alan Stranks, And it has very few lyrics, and I believe it is the shortest Eurovision entry to date at less than two minutes. Um, All the golden dreams of yesterday, all the fragrance of a bygone May, all the words two hearts in love can say, all you'll ever mean to me, my darling, all we've shared throughout the passing years, all the laughter, all the sighs, the tears, all the joy of living, loving, and forgiving, these are all to me. All the laughter, all the sighs, the tears, all the joy of living, loving, and forgiving—these are all to me. Okay, it's very, huh? Trite, but but let let, you know. Let's watch the video and see. Let's see what happens. That was fine. I mean, ugh. I'm very glad it was short. It was It was just very meh. <clears throat> she sounded good. Uh, nothing really a fault her. She did have a bit of that, I don't know how to express it. Her, her, her voice sounded a bit strangely thick. Like maybe it was a bit of a, there's a bit of cotton stuck in the back of the throat. But other than that, it was fine. The lo- lovely high note at the end. I'm going, to, I'm going to give her an 8 for live vocals just because it, it was good, but it, there was a, it felt a bit off, and I can't even explain why. So for that kind of non-logic, I'm going to dock her a point. For the visual element, ugh, she was standing there singing. It, it felt a bit stilted and trite, um, but she looked pretty. Uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5. I'm not even sure why. Am I hooked? No. No, I'm 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 just gonna go ahead and give this a one because I. It's not so bad that I'm gonna give it a zero, but no, um, and the afterglow. Reading the lyrics, it's a it's a love song that doesn't say much, and the melody is nice, but doesn't make me feel much. So five straight on the middle five, which gives a total score of eighteen point five, which makes sense as this is my least favorite one so far. So. Hmm, already I am disagreeing with the jury of the night. So let us move on to the next country, which is Italy. The Italian Republic is a Western European country, commonly known for being a peninsula that's shaped like a boot. The flag is three equal vertical bands of green on the left, white in the middle, and red on the right similar to the flags of Ireland and Côte d'Ivoire. It has a population of about 60.3 million, and it will also go on to be a part of the Big Five. And when it's the Big Four, it's only because Italy wasn't competing. It's a unitary parliamentary constitutional republic, so similar to the UK, but a republic instead of a monarchy. The heads of state are a president, prime minister, president of the Senate, and president of the Chamber of Deputies. The capital is Rome, and their only official language is Italian. And as I said, this year they do have the honor of having the longest entry in Eurovision history at over five minutes. Um, It's called Corte della Mia Guitarra, meaning Strings of My Guitar, performed by Nunzio Nunzio Gallo, music by Mario Ruccione, lyrics by Giuseppe Fiorelli. Uh, It scored seven points and... Is in sixth place. All right. Um, and in English, the lyrics mean, She's back. The same things welcomed her. The same roses welcomed her. Sweet green-eyed dream. She's back, but it's too late. Too late for the one who waited. Strings of my guitar. If my hand is trembling on a chord. If the music faded away in the indifference of a glance. Strings of my guitar. Why do you stop? Why don't you play? Only you for me. Ah, how sweet this music was. Ah, and useless it seems now. If she won't listen to us, don't stop. Strings of my guitar, play for me. Strings of my guitar, why do you stop? Why don't you play? Only you for me. Ah, how sweet this music was. Ah, and useless it seems now. If she won't listen to us, don't stop. Strings of my guitar, play for me. Play, play, strings of my guitar. Okay, it seemed a bit cheesy, but I, I like that. If she won't listen to us, strings of my guitar, play for me. That's That's nice. All right, well, uh, let's listen to this. Okay, mixed feelings about this one. It is too long. Uh, It could have ended, there was a perfect spot for it to have ended right about three minutes in. And I do think this is why now you can have an album version that's seven and a half minutes long if you want. But, you know, you have to have a Eurovision version for the live performance that is three minutes long. Or less, but three minutes long. Um, So yes, there was a time limit here. I don't know how it got past them. I mean, how many people, how many copies of the sheet music did you have to make for the orchestra? Did no one see I mean, I guess that wouldn't tell you how long the piece was, but anyway, their, their screening process is much better after this. That being said, his voice is incredible. It swept me away from the moment I heard it. I, I, I wish I could have played him actually singing, but the intro was so long. Uh, I did like how they had the, the guitarist on stage with him, uh, it, it was, it, and that was actually visually interesting, going back and forth, at least in terms of the camera. Uh See, so I so actually, I'm, this one's I like this one. I'm going all the way up to a nine point five for his live vocals, just because they really ugh, they were so good. They they got me right away, and they made me feel something. So nine point five. Visuals, I'm gonna rank this a bit higher too. Just because, again, he's just standing there and singing, but, but with the the guitarist element, I think it is that adds something very cool to it. Um, and I he he looked really into the song, and then about maybe. A minute or so in, he suddenly looked weirdly nervous. It didn't affect his sound at all, which is good, but that was a bit strange. Um, But I'm going to give this a 6.5. In terms of Am I Hooked? More than I think I have been. It's not, again, a very catchy tune. It changes a lot. but So yeah, I'm going to go with a 5, which is the highest anything has scored so far tonight. Um, And Afterglow, yes. I, I liked the lyrics of this song. I think the music is great. I think it definitely portrays pretty much literally what it's talking about. So I'm gonna go all the way up to an eight, which gives this one a score of 29, the highest score of the night. So yes, good job Italy. And I, did, I neglected to mention last, um, before the song, where their seven points came from. Uh, so they got one point from Denmark, two from the Netherlands, two from the UK, one from Luxembourg and one from Belgium. All right, and now we move on to the next country Luxembourg. The Grand Duchy of Luxembourg, the world's only remaining sovereign Grand Duchy, is a landlocked Western European country that, sad to say, no longer competes at Eurovision, but we have them for a good long while so far. Their flag is three equal horizontal bands of red at the top, white in the middle, and blue at the bottom, and it's based on the flag of France. It has a population of about 626,000, by far the smallest we've seen so far. And like the UK, it is a unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy with a monarch and a prime minister. The capital is Luxembourg City, and they have three official languages, Luxembourgish, sung very rarely at Eurovision, French, the most common language that that they'll sing, and German, which I don't think they've sung at all. Um, Their entry this year is called Amour Morté, or Dead Loves, It's performed by Daniel Dupré, music by Jean-Pierre Kemmer, lyrics by Jacques Tabert. It scored eight points, and so it is in joint fourth place. There is no fifth place. Um, Those eight points are strangely consolidated. They got three from Austria, four from Italy, and just one from the UK. So in English, these lyrics are... You that I love, you made me so much sad. I guess that's just you made me so sad in English. How to erase the passing days? So much sadness. Whole days long I'm hanging around, begging to my remembrance a little bit from you. Your voice in a dream, I remember, whispered unremittingly, didn't ask anything. You were so tender this summer night. How to forbid myself to not listen? Nobody anymore, and my monotonous life is marking out all of the days without your love. Without you, I'm shivering. Looking for your hand in the autumn night, I'm hoping in vain, and nevertheless, really. My life inside of me, screamed to me, I only love, only love you. So much sadness, you made me so sad. But how to erase the passing days? Your voice, your lips, imprisoned my fever. But how to erase the passing days? Interesting. Uh, that's probably a very clunky pronunciation. Maybe Luxembourg has a different version of French, or it could just be, you know, a bad translation. But um, I'm sure the song will be lovely. Let's see, let's take a listen. That was very interesting. I I think she's definitely one of the most distinctive performers. She's very emotional, perhaps maybe a bit too emotional for a filmed performance. I'm not sure how often that she's been on film so far, but she's she's definitely emoting and performing way out to a balcony, which is fine because this is a live event in, in a TV studio, but the camera is... Not only very close to her, but she's looking directly into it a lot of the time, so it can come across as a bit, maybe a bit too intense. But she's very committed. Her voice is very lovely and unique. Um, overall, I, I like it. So for live vocals, again, it, it wasn't great. It was it was very good, and it, but it was but the fact that it was distinctive is going to keep it from going too low. So I'm going to keep this one at an 8.5 for live vocals. Visuals, again, she she stood there and she sang, very emotionally, straight into the camera. Um, so I'm just going to give this one slightly over the middle line and go 5.5. Am I hooked? Um, I think this one has a, it is a very simple melody, but I think that does make it a bit more, perhaps, accessible and more memorable in that regard. But it's also a bit just, hmm. Uh, I'll do the same thing. I'm... I'm going crazy with the decimals today. Uh, five and a half, 5.5 for that one too. And Afterglow with the song. Uh, the song, the lyrics are very depressing and she looks very sad as she's singing it, but the music is oddly cheerful in a way. It, it is a bit melancholy, but I don't know. I'm, I'm actually going to go with a three for this one. That's the lowest Afterglow score we've had. Sorry. Luxembourg, but not the lowest total score. That gives the total score of 22.5 to Luxembourg. So yes, they're, they're above the UK and Switzerland so far, last year's winner. So let's move on to the next country we have, Germany. <music> The Federal Republic of Germany has a flag with three equal horizontal bands, black on the top, red in the middle, yellow on the bottom, and they have the distinction of being the country that has competed most often at Eurovision, only missing one year, but we'll get to that. It is the third of our members of what will become the big five so far. It is a federal parliamentary republic with a president, a chancellor, and vice chancellor. It has a population of about 83.1 million, and the only official language is German, so get ready for a fair amount of that. Again, this is in joint fourth place with Luxembourg, scoring eight points. Six of those points, I believe I mentioned how Luxembourg's points seem very consolidated compared to the other countries. Germany has six of its eight points coming from France, one from Belgium and one from Italy. The song is called Telephone, Telephone, which means telephone, telephone, performed by Margot Hilscher music by Friedrich Meyer and lyrics by a man named Ralph Maria Siegel. And that name is going to become very familiar because, not this man, unfortunately, because he died in 1972, but his son, known commonly as Ralph Siegel, will become, I believe, the most prolific Eurovision songwriter. Uh, He'll write an insane amount of songs. This is his father. And in English, the lyrics are, Hello, how do you do? Hello, thank you very much. That's what I hear from every country. Hello. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Hello. Nothing for me. My heart is already taken. No, sir. Telephone. Telephone. Whenever your call is heard, at the very first ring I ask myself what news you'll bring. Telephone. Telephone. Time goes by silently. I've been waiting a long time. Yesterday. And also today. You know my great desire for the most beautiful thing in the world which keeps my heart and my soul breathing day and night. Telephone. Telephone. For a long time I've been alone. Tell me— When will I be rewarded with happiness at last? Hello. At last, darling. Hello. What, tomorrow morning? Tell me. Why don't you come tonight? Hello. Don't hang up yet. Hello. I'm alone. And I've been thinking about you the whole day. Telephone, telephone. Whenever your call is heard. At the very first ring, I ask myself what news you'll bring. Telephone, telephone. Time goes by silently. I've been waiting a long time—yesterday, and also today. You know my great desire for the most beautiful thing in the world, which keeps my heart and soul breathing day and night. Telephone, telephone, for a long time I've been alone. Tell me, when will I be rewarded with happiness at last? Hello? Oh, I can't talk anymore. My song is ending. Goodbye, night. Well, oh, that's, that's cute. That could border on very cheesy. I mean, I, I, well, it sounds like it's definitely going to be at least a little bit cheesy, but it's the 50s. All right, uh, let's see how this goes. You know what? I wanted to like that more than I ended up liking it. It was interesting. Uh, we see we saw a first prop at Eurovision. She had a, she had a telephone the whole time. Uh, occasionally she would she would talk she would speak into it and then sing without hanging up the telephone uh, with no confirmation that the other person is hung up. So she's singing what seems like personal things to someone who might still be on the line, which I guess they didn't think about. Um, it was a bit slow and it was long, so it was sweet sounding. She looked great. She sounded good. I'm going to give her an eight for live vocals, uh, just because th- there's nothing wrong with it. But it was she looked she just seemed, she seemed kind of bored. Uh, also, that's why for Euro visuals, I'm I'm going to knock her a little bit down from the from the middle and go four point five, just because she looked rather sleepy for the most part. I don't know if she was going for you know late night before bed, but. Um, am I hooked? No, uh, I'm not going to go quite as low as the UK, but I'm still going to give it a two because it's I I, I I will barely remember this in five minutes. Afterglow, same. Um, I'm going to go even lower than Germany and give this a two point five. So that that yeah, that makes it the lowest score of the night so far with seventeen. Wow, I disagree with fourth place. That's, I mean, it's not huge news, but it surprises me. Wow. All right, let's go on to third place, then. Denmark. The Kingdom of Denmark is a northern European country. Its flag is red, with a white cross that extends to the edges of the flag. The vertical part of the cross is shifted to the left, and that design element was subsequently adopted by Finland, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden. It is a unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy with a monarch and a prime minister. It has a population of around 5.8 million, and its official language is Danish, so it has a few other recognized regional languages. It scored 10 points, winning third place. Five of those wo- votes were from the Netherlands, three from Italy, and two from the UK. So hmm, only three of the nine possible countries to vote voted for them. Um, the song is called Skebet Skal Sela Idnaat, Probably pronounce that horribly. Uh, it's called uh, in English. That means the ship is leaving tonight. It's performed by. It's a duet performed by Bertha Wilke and Gustav Winkler, with music by Eric Fien and lyrics by Paul Sorensen. In English, the lyrics are something like, "Goodbye, then, my last. Stay well. I confess, my heart gives kind of a twinge while I'm kissing you now. I love you, but the ship is leaving tonight. But the ship is leaving tonight." We met in fun, we courted a little, but what was carelessness suddenly became serious, and you became everything to me. Now there is only you. But the ship is leaving tonight. Yes, the ship is leaving tonight. We're making a plan. We're dreaming a dream. We're fighting forward, despite headwind and current, towards what we want so badly. Then suddenly we see that the ship is leaving tonight. Yes, the ship is leaving tonight. Evening in the sign of the new moon, two standing in the dark on the quay, girl and man, One from the sea, one from land. Everything is said. Now they're just standing there in silence. Finally, she says, "Goodbye, then, my friend. Take care of yourself. I think you've been so nice and fair. And I'll be faithful to you. My life became the two of us. But the ship is leaving tonight. But the ship is leaving tonight. Although I'm yours, with mind and body, and now I can make a fuss and resist against what I know will happen and cry and beg that the ship is leaving tonight. Yes, the ship is leaving tonight. Suddenly the world stops. You hear the signal bell sounding. Your hopes lie broken, every single one. We humans mean so little. The happiness we think is firm and solid. It's only on an indefinite shore leave. For everything we own must go. We think it is ours. But the ship is leaving tonight. Yes, the ship is leaving tonight." Oh, that made me feel a few things. That was, that was kind of sad. Okay, I'm very interested to see this one. Um, Let's hear this duet. Well, that is a lovely breath of fresh air. I think that is my favorite one so far. Oh, it was it was very sweet. Uh, this it was an adorable pair of people. This this very tall, uh, rich baritone, and this this lovely, very very petite um, soprano, well mezzo-ish soprano next to him. Uh, they they sounded great. I I got I, I they, they did use props, but not really in a super cheesy way. There was a moment where he had a picture of, what we would assume to be a picture of her that he kissed and put in his jacket pocket to keep with him. And I believe he slipped a ring on her finger, which was, which was lovely. They did kiss for a long time in what seemed like a pretty um, nice way. And I do know that this, this did cause a bit of controversy at the time, it was 1957. And apparently it was because they, they weren't sure when they were supposed to stop kissing they thought maybe they were supposed to wait for the applause, or perhaps when the music stopped, but that the orchestra just kept holding the chord. And you can see on her face, she she, she looks a bit awkward, like that felt a bit long. But anyway, it it's not bad at all. It's, as I said, it's adorable. So her live vocals, it was great, sweet. I'm, I'm going to go with a solid nine. Eurovisuals, I'm going to get this from the highest score so far of a 7.5, just because... They looked so sweet. I like I think their prop usage was good. It didn't distract from the song. I think it actually helped it. Uh Am I Hooked? Yes. I think the uh Da 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 It kinda reminds me of the uh, that song from Andy Get Your Gun. They say it's wonderful. Falling in Love is wonderful. It's wonderful. The the intervals are different, but I like it a lot. I'm gonna to go to six point five again, the highest score so far from this category. Afterglow, uh, yes, it, I, I liked it. The song, the music isn't quite as sad as I would think it would be for the lyrics, but it it, it was still very good. I'm gonna to go to the seven, straight up seven, which gives this a score of thirty, highest score of the night, beating Italy by one point, point. and it was it was pretty much those Euro visuals, just the 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 sweetness of the the sweetness of this couple and their their ring in their picture. Anyway, let us move on to second place, the penultimate competitor, at least in terms of this podcast, France. The French Republic consists of metropolitan France in Western Europe, but has many claims overseas. The flag consists of three equal vertical bands, of blue on the left, white in the middle, red on the right, known as the le drapeau tricolore, or the French tricolor. The origin of the flag dates to 1790 and the French Revolution. The design and or colors are similar to a number of other flags, including those of Belgium, Chad, Ireland, Côte d'Ivoire, Luxembourg, and Netherlands. It is a unitary, semi-presidential, constitutional republic with a president, a prime minister, a president of the Senate, and a president of the National Assembly. The population is around sixty-seven million, and the only official language is French. Although in one year, they did sing in Breton. Uh, yes, they, they were second place, scoring seventeen points. And interestingly enough, six of those votes were from Germany, and Germany got exactly six votes from France. Hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying they got six votes from Germany, four from Luxembourg, two from the UK, two from Denmark, two from Belgium and one from the Netherlands. The song is called La Belle Amour, or The Beautiful Love. It's performed by Paul Desjardins, composed by Guy or Guy Lafarge, lyrics by Francis Carco. In in English, the lyrics are, If you like nature, lilacs and birdies, muscadet, fried foods, and the beautiful adventure, follow the waterside. You'll see a ballroom where you could get drunk on the pom-poms of a musette ball, in Lisette's clear eyes, before deciding in a kiss to change everything. Like the water flows in the fountain, this song is the song that girls and boys each sing their own way. It will be, that's for sure, in everybody's hearts. It'll be there forever, the song of the beautiful love. Let's sing it again under the lilacs, and la-la-la here and there. It's the beautiful love. However the autumn has come, the ballroom with closed shutters doesn't have lovers any more. Nobody comes when it's time to dream along the waterside. It's the ball of the dead leaves which dance on the gravel and go from door to door, taken along by the wind, whirling by thousands, waiting for what? For spring. Let's sing it again under the lilacs, and la la la, here and there, it's the beautiful love, the beautiful love. Well, I think that's uh, hating on autumn a bit too much. I think autumn and spring are both wonderful. They're both nice, middling, temperate seasons. That's what I like about them. So, well, anyway. Let's listen to the song. I'm definitely seeing an upswing. I, had, it it was, it was lovely. I mean, it was, it, it was literally a chanson. I mean, obviously it's a song from France, but it was this, this, this upbeat waltz. She seemed very into it. It just, it just made me think of France. She was very engaging. The song was not too long. It never felt too long. She had me in it the whole time. uh oh, I think it it fitted the lyrics perfectly. Again, it's not a deep song, but it's, it's a song about happiness and the finer things in life. And, enjoying yourself, and that's what the song makes you do. You enjoy yourself while you're listening to it. So I'm going to go... I'm going high in all the categories here. I'm going to give a nine for live vocals because, again, she has, she has a very good low voice, too. There's a... La belle amour, la belle amour. Yeah, she's... Uh, it's uh, But also, I don't know, just the engaging, the emotion, the energy in her voice was so good. So that's a nine. Visuals, I'm going to give it the highest so far. 8.5, just because... You know, she was moving into it the whole time without being needy, as some performers can be. She was just doing what she was doing, and it worked perfectly. So that's 8.5. Am I hooked? Yes. I definitely am the most so far. It's it's very catchy. I actually might put this on a playlist. Um, Having listened to every Eurovision song at, at least once. But again, there are so many that I do forget a lot of the ones that I don't listen to multiple times. I have many playlists uh, and not a lot from the early years, really nothing before the 60s even. So that tells you uh, how much I remember these songs before I watch them again for this. Um, but I, I love I might. Act, I I really might revisit this one again. I'm going to give it an eight for Am I Hooked? And as I've already said several times in terms of Afterglow, it perfectly summed up what the lyrics were about. I, I, I'm going to give it an eight too. There's, that is the highest score so far thirty two point five I'm agreeing with, with with the top with the top three so far now let's let's move on to the winner. The Netherlands The kingdom of the Netherlands is a Western European country with a few small West Indian territories in the Caribbean. The flag consists of three equal horizontal bands of red at the top, white in the middle, and blue on the bottom. It's very similar to the flag of Luxembourg. It's one of the oldest flags in constant use. It originated with William I, Prince of Orange, in the latter half of the 16th century. It is a unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy. It has a monarch as well as 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 council ministers, and three of the Western Indian territories each have what's called a minister plenipotentiary whatever that is, the population is about 17.7 million, and the only official language is Dutch. And this is clearly the runaway winner. It got 31 points. It's the only song that was voted for by every possible country. The only country that didn't vote for it being the Netherlands, because they couldn't. So we got seven votes from Switzerland, six from Austria, five from Belgium, four from France, three from Denmark, three from Luxembourg, one from Germany, one from Austria, and one from Italy. The song is called Netal's Toon, meaning Just Like Then, performed by Corey Broken, who performed last year. Uh, music by Gus Janssen and lyrics by Willy van Hemmert. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the lyrics are, Don't be so drowsy with that eternal paper. Don't yawn from sleep or boredom. I'm your wife and I eat out of your hand, but I don't eat from charity. Don't look at me as... Don't look at me as if you think, are you still alive? Am I still that woman with whom you once—when was it again? Wanted to have that little adventure at all costs? Be nice once again, just like then. Ask me once again for a kiss. Bring me roses again. Blush again when you see me, just like then. Be nice and gallant once again. Find me beautiful and charming again. Then the world would be just like before, a fairyland. Yes, you're getting fat and your hair is turning gray, but you still can flirt, believe me. Ah, Sometimes you act like a child, so silly, gruff and wanton by turn. Do you remember? Do you remember? Don't say no now. Do you remember what you said then? The happiest couple, that's the two of us. My love, dearest darling, never ends. Be nice once again, just like then. Ask me once again for a kiss. Bring me roses again. Blush again when you see me, just like then. Be nice and gallant once again, find me beautiful and charming again, then the world will be just like before, a fairyland. Aww. I admit I was a bit—I sh- thought it might might have been a bit shaky at the start, but it was very, it was very sweet. All right. Let's. Here we go. Well, that was a clear winner in several different ways. Uh, I, I was not prepared for how good that song was going to be, especially compared to the rest. I'm sorry that sounds so horrible to say. Um, she sounded great. She was perfectly, perfectly composed. She was she was great with the she was great with the live performance with the audience and with the camera. Uh, I fully got everything she was trying to convey. Um, the violinist with her, oh, it was, it was so good. Uh, and, uh, so, for, so yes for live vocals I'm going to give it a tie with Italy this is going to be a 9.5 I, I, I loved her song last time I love the way she sang it uh, ugh, she sounded so good and so engaged that was the word I was looking for she was so engaged in what she was singing and how she was singing it oh I loved it visuals again because of <clears throat> the how she looked and how, how engaged she looked in the violinist with her and everything I'm going to give this one a 9 yeah, that's which is the highest score of the night. I ugh, it was so good. Am I hooked? Yes, I definitely am. I I'm probably going to put this on some mixes too now. I don't know how I didn't like I didn't think I liked this song that much before. So yes, I'm going to tie that with the previous one France and give it an 8. And same with Afterglow, 8 on Afterglow. It's it's just so good. It 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 perfectly conveys the lyrics and Oh, and she's so. I'm, sorry, I'm just gonna keep gushing about how good Corey Broken is because she's so good. Oh wait, right, so that that gives this a score of thirty three point five, which is the highest score of the night. So I I, I agreed with the top three. Everything else, meh. Um, this has been so much fun. Um, please join me again next time when we will be discussing the nineteen fifty eight edition held in the Netherlands. Uh, this is Tommy Ross saying goodbye, good night, and good luck.